Welcome, everybody, to the Grim Feature. I'm Michelle. I'm Ron. And we have a guest today. Hi, I'm Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for the first time ever, Ron is going to be actually pulling his weight on the podcast and telling us a story. So I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, allegedly, this was coming, so I'm, I'm excited to see if it actually goes anywhere. It only took three weeks for me to actually pull my weight. We're supposed to do, what, every other one? Was it... Really, just three weeks though. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but I see he has a PowerPoint and everything. So yeah, I mean, must be official. This is official. I mean, it's as official as I get. I was actually writing this stuff down on a legal pad, and then I realized I couldn't spell. So everybody else knows that. How did you know that? Right? Well, Jeez. I didn't want to get in the middle of this and be like, "What's this word?" So, so do you want to introduce Scott to us? All right. So Scott, Scott is from my hometown. One of my best friends from high school. Actually, I'd graduated before he was in high school. One of my four years older than you. Yeah. Because you're my brother's age. No, you're like one year, two years older. How old are you? 41? 45. Yeah, okay. Four years. All right. All right. All right. All right. You can do some math. All right. I'm not good at that. So. Yeah, all right. What is with you and all these younger people in your life? Well, you just... I attract the young crowd. It's because I'm so immature, nobody else can put up with me. <laughs> so, i got a great story about that, but we'll go ahead on that one. Right. <laughs> yeah. on, on a side note before we get started, I've told Ron that you know he talks about, oh, yeah, all of my friends are so much younger than me. And I was like, it's because you're the dad of the group. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not. And then he's getting texts like, hey, I need to change my brakes. What do I need to do for that? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> things like that so I'm like I'm, or can I borrow your tools I'm gonna be working on this and then he ends up just helping them with it so I'm like I'm pretty sure this is just because you're the dad of the group so. that's funny I never used you as a dad no <laughs> well, well you did have key to my apartment I did but did. I never like showed up and was like hey can you help me fix my car but remember <laughs> that one time I was gonna co-sign on a car for you that Mitsubishi Eclipse oh, back yeah. in like 98 99 that would have been great that would have been why didn't that work out? <laughs> I think because it was wrecked. Remember, yeah, it was it was not so. It was good. yeah. It was. It looks it looks sharp from the outside, but when you crawl underneath <laughs> it, it was, you dodged a bullet. Cosign for me, Ron. So I was gonna. Such a good, I, such I even a good idea. I you a down payment. I was give you like what was a thousand dollars for a down God, payment. Looking back on that, that's a horrible idea. I know. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm, I'm gonna default in the loan just so mm -hmm. you know. I'm not going to pay his back. But you're going to be responsible for it, so... <laughs> That's right. So I'm going to join the Air Force. I want to make $7 an hour. See ya. <laughs> Actually, $7 an hour back then was pretty good. Yeah. I think I was yeah. making, like, I don't know... seven twenty-five or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. It wasn't much. This is a decent amount. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so Scott check. is from my hometown in Cassville. <laughs> uh, one of my good friends. Um, we basically just hung out every night. Traveled. Just... Fucking did nothing. You're making it sound weird. Yeah. We hung out every night. We hung out. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, should I leave? <laughs> I mean, he stayed the night a space. few times. <laughs> Gotta watch out when you drink that. What was it? Um, Jägermeister. Oh, that Jäger is horrible. Of course, you never did that because the kids listen to this podcast, right? That's right. So never, ever. You guys hung out in those Bible studies, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Um, man, all those... All those Mission trips. Yes. Uh, I, I blanked out like I realized I know nothing about the Bible. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to add in something. I, I got nothing. Okay, anyway. Um, so he's he's here in town for the holidays visiting his mom for Thanksgiving. 
Um, he came in because of this, the kids, like we said last week, wanted more haunted stuff. So a few people know some haunted stories about my house, but I never really talk about it because that's stuff most people don't believe. Well, Scott was one of the few people who were there and witnessed and took part in some of the said... Terrible um, decisions. Terrible decisions, yes. Hey, we, they weren't terrible decisions. They were great decisions. We played Ouija boards in haunted cemeteries. And I saw some weird stuff. I saw some weird stuff. Oh, yeah. the, the, the shadows in the trees. Oh, yeah. It's all coming back. The shadows anyway, on the walls. We're going to get back to that later. But anyway, so what I'm going to talk... This whole theory here is called the Philip Experiment. And basically the premises of this is... Are ghosts just a figment of our imagination? Or are they really real? Are we are we making these up because we want to see them? So in 1972, um, they had the Philip experiment, and it was led by the Tor- uh, Toronto. It was oh sorry, I'm messing up. 1972 in Toronto, Ontario, it was led by the Toronto Parapsychological Parapsychological Research Society. So as we talk about this, and you hear me talking, you're gonna realize I don't know how to enunciate words, how to read words. Or even how to spell words. And he said his notepad was going to be bad. I mean, (laughs) what I really need is like big, bold, spaced out. Like 150%. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So um, this was led by Mr. A.R. George Olson. He was actually a mathematical geneticist. And I don't know what that actually means. But that's what he was. This is off to a great start. This is going well. So there was a guy. He did a thing. He sounded super smart. I don't know what this means. I don't know what that means. But it's relevant. Just hold on. Just just bear with me. We're going to get a rack around to that. So he had a theory. And this is the quote. That ghosts have an objective reality. But are they created out of the minds of those who see them? Um, So basically ghosts are basically hallucinations created by those who believe in it. Um, So you got this team. Seven, eight people. I didn't actually count. Anyway, um... <laughs> Wait, did you say you didn't count them? I think it's like seven or eight of them. Yeah, seven or eight of them. I got them right here, but, you know, that's... I mean, I could, but it just take too long. Just, for the sake of argument, count them right now. Let's oh, yeah. see how great you are. Two, at... three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, oh it that wasn't, one off. It wasn't, that wasn't even, even one of your options. I was going to say, it wasn't even in Price your range. Price is right, baby. I don't want to go up and above. I mean, you got to be under that. You're going to win. One dollar. <laughs> okay, anyway. Hey, you, you were on Price is Right, weren't you? Yeah, I was, yeah. All right, all right. That's uh, random. All right. Come over here and turn this down a smidge, because... You're yelling. Okay, go ahead. Okay, anyway. He's excited. So I'll tell you I'll tell you about the group. The group is actually some pretty smart people. We've got Dr. A.R. George Olson, the mathematical geneticist. Uh, that's probably actually a mistype, and it just says geneticist now. But that's what it says. Um, his wife, Iris Owen, who has nothing that is actually in there. Um, one of the few people. Uh, she was just there. She's just a ride along. <laughs> she wanted to do something that weekend. <laughs> We've got Mrs. Margaret Sparrow, who was a Mensa chairperson. Uh, we got Mr. Andy H., and apparently he did not want to give his last name, but he was an industrial designer. His wife, Lorne. Uh, again, she does nothing special, apparently. <laughs> uh, Mr. L. Peacock, who is a heating engineer. A uh, Bernice M., an accountant. A uh, Mrs. Dorothy O'Donnell, who is a bookkeeper. And then a Sydney K., who is a sociology sociology student. Um, So this is the plan. They got to figure out, are these real? Are they fake? Are we making them up ourselves, right? So they created this fake person. Um, They gave it a complete tragic backstory. So they create Mr. Philip Aylesford. He was born supposedly in 1624 in England. He served in in the military as a young man. And he was so good at what he did, he was actually knighted by the age of 16 by the king. 
Um, he became a close ally of King Charles II. He was unhappily married to a beautiful but frigid woman named Dorothea. Dorothea? Dorothea. Is it? Dorothy? Spell it. Because it's yeah. probably Dorothea. Yes, oh, it is Dorothea. actually Dorothea. D O R O T H E A. Okay, and so to clarify, he's not real at all. This is yeah, all this, this just is stuff the, they're right, making up. This is the backstory. None of these people actually yes. were around. Okay. Um, and she was the original nine, right? The, the original nine, nine were actually there. Okay. Actually, it turns out he was crazy. He was by himself. <laughs> yeah. This is more like, like Fight Club. The fake person <laughs> made up the original fake nine people, and they made him back up. <laughs> so anyway, he was left out of the Scientology <laughs> program. All right. Um, so anyway, all right, so Mrs. <laughs> Dorothea uh, was a daughter, supposedly, of a neighboring nobleman. Um, the way he met her, he was out riding the boundaries of his estate, and he came across the gypsy camp, you know, as... A gypsy? Gypsy. Gypsy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He's so, working on it. For us, so really interrupted. <laughs> he was riding across the boundaries of his estate, came across a gypsy camp, and saw a girl named Margot, and he instantly fell in love. That's how love works. Uh, brought her, actually, it did work. That's how I met my wife. Let me backtrack. How? And oh the my first gosh. time I saw her, I knew. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> the truth all comes out. You're right. In a, in a podcast episode four, and also the last. <laughs> right, right, right. Just put a mic in front of Ron. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> anyway, let's just skip. We're gonna edit that out. All right. <laughs> Uh, he instantly fell in love when he saw Mrs. Margot. He brought her back to live with him on his property in just the gatehouse that was just stable adjacent. Where uh, his wife was also on this estate, I yes, assume. Yes, his wife was also on this estate. See, that seems risky. It seems risky. Your mistress. Super risky. But you, but you got to have a good backstory to a made up person. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, Mrs. Dorothea? Dorothea? Dorothea. You're getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. And by the end of this, I'll have it down. Yep. Mrs. Dorothea found out about Margot. She accused her of witchcraft and stealing her husband. So Philip, who wasn't about to lose all of his stuff, is like, yo, I don't even know this girl. He did not defend her when she went to trial. And she was indeed found guilty and then burned at the stake for witchcraft. Um, then he felt so guilty that he had to defend his love that after she was you know, burnt at the stake. He went to one of the battlements on his big estate, one of the big walls, and he threw himself off the off the battlements, and he fell to his death. And that was in 1654 at the age of 30. So just by the age of 30, he's lived quite the life. My goodness. So here's the experiment. All right. So they got this whole backstory, this whole tragic woe is me story here. And got to get some emotion into it. I mean, it is the kind of thing that ghosts are made of. This it, story. it really yeah, is. It really I mean, is. the yeah. battlement's a nice touch. I've got to be honest with you there. Yeah, I'm not sure why he would show up in Canada. Because I mean, yeah, Ontario, know? maybe Scotland, or something. <laughs> maybe like, there's lots of castles with battlements in Canada. I don't know. But okay. Anyway, <laughs> how did that happen? Okay, they didn't think it through. They weren't that smart after all. Okay, so here's experiments. The group met regularly to see if they could create this ghost and have this apparition, right? And I got a couple different sources. So they say for approximately about a month they met, and um, another source says approximately a year. So I'm gonna say roughly between the months of so, one, to one to twelve months. Yes. Right. One to twelve months. Okay. Um, they they started having these seances regularly, but it was like just normal stuff. They're they're in a bright room. They're hanging out, you know, whatever. It's like a and lab setting. Good. Good, yeah. Nice, okay. bright, sterile, whatever. 
Um, was there, there a reason for that? Was it to no, not you know, really. Like as a control or no? No, there was actually no control in this. Like this whole this whole um, test, whatever you call it, this whole experiment was actually just butchered by the scientific community because there was no control. There was no. Um, any re- rhyme or reason other than his I think we made these up. I'm so shocked that the parapsychology experiment was not scientific. Was <laughs> a questionable scientific right. merit. Right. Kind of, we're going to go and do this thing and see if it works or not. And whatever. So anyway, shockingly enough, nothing ever happened. Like okay. for, for, we'll just say for the sources of the story, for a full year, they met, they did their thing, they're like, Philip, come talk to us. Nothing ever happened. Right, because Philip's a fake person. Philip's a fake person <laughs> right. anyway. So then Owen's like, wait a minute. What if we went old school seance here, right? He dimmed the lights. He lit some candles. He even changed like the, the furniture. He's like, we're going to get old school tables. We're going to do this right and, mm. and see what actually happens. And apparently, and this is, oh, this was really cool because this is one of the experiments here. Um, well, one of Paracott's psychology experience that was actually filmed. We got both video and audio. So you can look this up and actually watch this on YouTube. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure that sounds great. That was, that was the ghost right there. This is that iced tea that's just hitting just right. <laughs> so um, anyway, so they, they changed experiments. They dimmed the lights. They, they, they lit the candles. And then they want to see if they made any difference. And actually, it did make a difference. So the people started noticing that they started feeling breezes. Now they say, Philip, are you there? And they would hear a on the table. And they're like, ooh, this is getting good. So then they're talking, they're interacting. Now, now they're all vested, right? So here's where the thing comes in. Was it real or are they just getting in the mood where they want to be real? Um, as they were talking, you know, it shows them on the video, you know, they all got their hands right here on the table so no one's doing anything. The table actually lifts up. You know, they're filming it, so there's no legs lifting it up. And the table not only slides and moves throughout the floor, it actually pivots on one table leg and lifts up. And everybody's got to stand up because the table's raising. And then one lady actually puts the table down, and it raises back up again. So it's really interesting. So the thing is, is did they actually create this ghost, or is it their own mind that's causing things to happen? Or counterpoint was it um what did you say the main scientist was owen 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 Owen. um was it just him with a trick table just screwing with his friends that's a very good question (laughs) because we we've heard a lot of podcasts about fake yeah well i mean we we think about the fox sisters that kind of kicked off the whole spiritualist movement back in the day you know they came out later and said yeah actually we faked the whole thing and we were making the rapping noise by cracking our feet Basically, they were popping their toes. To they, make hired, their... they hired kids to hide in the cabinets. To yeah, go... like, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of things that were done. You know, that's how that whole, um, oh, what is it called? The something of cyclical research. I don't know. I'd never really. Society of Cyclical Research. Yeah, they were, their whole thing was trying to debunk these people. So, I mean, it just seems like reasonably he could have also probably. That, that's true. Found the things that he needed, you know, the information yeah. yeah. True story. Sense. Yeah. It does. Sure. And, you know, you dim the lights, it's an awful lot easier to Ooh, trick people. Man. I don't know. Am I blowing this apart here? I think what you should have done is save it for, what do we call it? The, um... Our, oh, our skeptic scrutiny? Yeah, our skeptic scrutiny. I think you... you <sighs> what you a got, missed opportunity you, here. You've gone out of turn, <laughs> my damn. Almost had it. Almost my damn, my damn. Madam? 
I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, this is the man who, on last week's episode, made the comment about Dick being short for Robert. I was I'm, like, yeah. no, I mean, it's not. It's, it's Bob. Sometimes. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it was, it was a great story. Okay. It's Richard. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. And they being me. Yeah, yeah they being Michelle. That's funny. So anyway, so that was kind of neat. Um, and everybody started seeing things, started doing things. Um, and they're like, ooh, this is kind of interesting. Um, however, the science, scientific community blew this apart. Because there's no standard control. There was no um, real hypothesis other than this is just made up. Are we creating it ourselves? Um, and there was nothing that was actually uh, a test subject. It was just what people thought, what people were doing. Um, again, it was only witnessed by the nine. Um, so, you know, how do you explain the wrapping? And, and they kind of went with it. But that kind of sets up this whole thing. I had more to say, but you you kind of threw me off. Sorry, <laughs> that's funny. It's not my how, do you, fault. how do you set up a control group in that kind that's of situation? This kind of my question. Like maybe for our skeptic scrutiny here, let's just discuss like how would we make this a more scientific experiment? Yeah, so no I mean, doubt. what are you supposed to say? Like, so we're going to go here. We're going to like approach this actual ghost that we have <laughs> documented evidence. Right. Yeah, we totally. So so you've got two. Two groups right. in the same room. Okay. Okay, one is a sterile lab with light shining on it. The other one's in the dim corner, and, you know, they're they're doing that and see who gets well, results. You'd have to have both of them, like, try to conjure up the fake ghost that they made up, and then both of them try to conjure up, like, a an real actual ghost. ghost and see if they both... So we need four four groups. No, you just need two groups. <laughs> two groups? Yeah, so you have two groups. Very and exponential. Each, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have two groups. One, we need a double-blind study, though. I mean, it's going to be peer-reviewed. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do this, we got to oh, do it right. Man. Yeah. Where's our research that we're, or literature review before we pitch this proposal? Yeah, I say no. we apply for a federal grant and we do this right. I mean, right. If they want to give us money, I'll, I would I'll. like to request that it not be done in our home because the kids <laughs> are already convinced that we're yeah. it's haunted. And, and if it works, it would probably definitely bring hauntings to your house. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um, so anyway, this just, you know, afterthoughts, you know, is, is this, okay. So they got the reactions they wanted. The scientific community just said this is all BS. You know, you, there's nothing that was properly done here. Um, but so, are ghosts real, or are they a figment of our imagination? And then you got you got you got something to say. I do. So I, I, you know, we were talking about this a little bit, didn't they? Also create other characters to try to conjure to see, you know, it, 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 wasn't there something about they took took a different group of people? Are you launching into that here? Oh, or? Well, I wasn't gonna actually. I was just gonna kind of go over. But you're right. So they had multiple groups that they did this with. Um, well, at least two. That's all I can find. Multiple. Two is multiple. We call it multiple. It's for the podcast. Exponential. That's right. <laughs> They doubled their, their, their survey size. Um, kind of like us, doubling our right. listeners in one day. <laughs> right. We went from three to six overnight. Hey, that's good, man. That's, that's right. Good. And then we dropped down again. So, you know. We were up to ten oh, estimated man. audience, and now when you look, it says nine. So. <laughs> like, these guys are fools. And we're turning it nah, off. Nah, one of them was a ghost. So yeah, right. Couldn't really actually count Actually wasn't a real person. Fun fact. It was actually Philip. Right. They carried it for that's this. That's what I'm saying. Um... But yeah, so you know, in in the first group, or you know, whatever, they still got no real results with the first group. Um, the second group, uh, when they started changing things, you know, is when they started getting the results. 
So technically... Wait, wait, wait. So they didn't use the first group and change the stuff to see if the first group would have that effect? They just like they scrapped that whole group? Scrapped the whole thing. And had a new group And had a new group. And then changed everything? And then changed everything. No wonder why the scientific community... <laughs> <Right. laughs> it's like, you just changed everything. <laughs> right. Oh, and now you're getting stuff? Okay. And right. that's why they're saying there's no control. Yeah. You know, no control groups. Right. Because everything just literally got scrapped. New people. We did it for a year. Nothing happened. Change everything. Um, we're going to make it to where stuff happens. That's right. <laughs> so then, you know, you got the thing. So we were talking about last week about, you know, are ghosts real? Are they just demons? You know, are they just demons if you're a biblical person that roam the earth and they're looking for something to do? You know? Yeah, you know, we, we've talked about this before, and, you know, I, I'm kind of of the opinion, you know, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts per se, but, I mean, I you know, we are Christians and do have a belief in the spiritual realm, but, um, you know, I think I've said that I'm more apt to believe that it's just demons messing with people. Um, so, yeah, I think that's it's an intriguing idea. And to piggyback off of you, we've definitely had experiences where there were entities claiming to be somebody that they actually weren't and we found out later that they weren't that That's true. person and so it's like Ugh. so so what what scott's getting at here is you can't just talk to him once you got to keep you got to test them mm. you got to keep getting back to him back again you know and then you know you'll catch him in their lives yes. yeah a lot of times if they are said demons and that, they'll get angry at you really fast. and that's one thing that I'm, i was gonna bring up earlier um, a lot of the, the questions, because they're asking Philip questions, he got a lot of their, his own information wrong. So they did conjure up one. That's what I forgot. I'm glad we came back to that. But he's a fake person. He's a fake person. But they did conjure when, whenever Whenever the tables were shaking and moving and all that, you right. know, and the supposed Philip that was there, he got about half of his story right. Oh, so you're saying like it could have been one of those entities that were saying that they were Philip, but yes. it's not actually Philip. And, and so he got about half of it right and half of it was wrong. Yeah. Okay, so, so our question then is, was it these people like using their own ESP, so to speak, to, to create this experience for themselves when they were put in the right environment to do it? Was it, or was this some other entity I mean, latching onto that energy and using it for its own purpose? Yes, Correct. Okay. I've, actually, I've actually heard it for Ouija boards and stuff, like that the ESP, like everybody, nobody's actually moving it, but everybody's moving it. And yeah. it's like, everybody has a consensus of where it should be going and right. like making words and stuff. And so and my then, di disclaimer is that I will not touch a Ouija board. Like I'm good with not being haunted and, and such. And you know. Ron and I have touched lots of I know boards. you have. I've heard the some of the <laughs> a stories. Lot. So. A lot. We um, couldn't even get rid of it. Yeah, we tried to burn them and they won't burn. They, and it was like oh, cardboard. We've, we've literally threw stuff away to have it come back. And, and we'd yeah. find it like in the closet. Yeah. And we're like, we threw you away. Last week, what are you doing back? That's here? upsetting. But we'll get we'll get back to that, and we got mm. we got time for personal stories here in a little well, bit. Well, you know, we're actually already um, just pausing here. We're already twenty two minutes in. We could probably wrap up the Philip experiment and then do a part two since we've been trying to shoot it about thirty minutes. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, we don't want to go over. We don't want to go overboard there. Yeah, You're right. I mean, we'll leave him wanting more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our nine viewers are like, this is BS. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time for a 40-minute no, podcast. No, 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 no. Got so many memories of really bad stuff hey, happening. We'll, we'll get into I that again. I think you guys right. could fill up a podcast pretty easily. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, so, and then here's the thing, okay? So the afterthoughts here, do the apparitions, do they exist or do they feed off our emotions? So I dug in a little deeper that, and based off of our past experience, um, five basic types of ghosts, okay? Is what I, what I found online because, you know, Google never lies. <laughs> um, they've got the interactive personality, 
It looks like somebody you know. It's a family member or historic figures. So that's going to be General Lee that see walking in. Mm. What was that battle? Antietam. Was he at Antietam? Antietam. A little big. Civil War. Such a hard Civil hitting, well researched yeah. podcast. Yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway, I mean, um, you have a computer. You have Google. You could just Google yeah. it real quick and be like, "Oh yeah, generally." Yeah. Appomattox yeah. Courthouse. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Appomattox on Antietam. <laughs> but we could also be getting off topic here. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> anyway, a little bit. We're back in. We're gonna go over. Um, so the interactive personnel. So you're gonna see the Civil War soldier at Wilson's Creek. General Lee at the Appomattox Courthouse, whatever, all this stuff, right? Um, they're going to show up. They're going to look like that figure. You're going to be able to smell them, be it their cigar smoke, or they're going to smell like perfume. So they're going to be like a physical presence. B.O. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, so then they basically show up and they think you need help or they're trying to tell you something is their basic thing. Um, okay. So basically, it'd be also be like grandma. Grandma says, you know, I was murdered or you're about to be murdered. You know, don't go wherever. And they're trying to lead you astray or, you know, from what your what your path is. So that's going to be the interactive. You're going to you're going to see them. You're going to smell them. You're, you're going to have have interactions. You're really all in on this smelling them thing. And it's a yeah. little upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> because it's it's gotta, one of the main senses. Like, I got to be honest with you. You memory. mentioned this a couple of times. I cannot hear, but I smell almost everything. <laughs> so that's the only I've got. It's the only sense I have left. Sounds like I'm also colorblind. So I smell <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Um, and then there's the ectoplasm or the echo mist that I, I don't care. I think it's fog. It's just a floating cloud that's a few feet off the ground and it can be stationary or it can move. You know, like how the wind blows fog, you know, but whatever. But it's like they have those old photos of it like coming out of people's mouths and stuff also, when they're trying to conjure. hanging out in the middle of your living room. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> probably not fog. You're like, uh, there's some fog over there. Don't worry about <laughs> it, guys. Oh, weather phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, and when we get into that, we got to talk about the shadows yeah. and the extra. Remember, remember the enchilada night? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got to talk about the enchilada oh, night. Boy. Okay, and then. There's and then, a lot. There's a lot. Again, there's just this mad glint in your eye. It's like you're, you're just dying <laughs> Cause, to tell cause the I, story. Because I've never really about talked it. about this before. Like, I've, I've told a few people, but again, I, like, a lot of stuff actually happened that I'd forgotten about until things just popped yeah. up. And, like, outside of the group that it actually happened with, and yeah. we haven't really told that many people. Yeah, because, yeah. and, you know, um, we'll get back to that later. It doesn't matter. Um, and then there's the poltergeist, right? Everybody hears about the poltergeist. They're the most famous. However, they're the most rare type. They like to manipulate the, the mm -hmm. environments. So you hear the knocking, the lights flashing, moving objects, you know, stuff being thrown. Um, they start out slow, you know, like, you know, like a little something. And then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and they're mostly harmless. You know, they, they, they really just mess with the thing. They just scare you. But there's also some that's known to be dangerous. But for the most part, you know, they just destroy your house. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I've heard about poltergeists like lighting matches, dropping them on people, or, you know, that's like where it gets a little more extreme. But I guess you're right that it is just kind of... Just annoying Yeah, scary. It just reminds me of a kid that's like, pushing its boundaries to see how far you'll let it go. Right. And like, if you don't yell at it or anything, it's just going to keep going. Yeah. Um, they say some experts, their, their version is that they're often controlled by people unknowingly. So they will attach to you and um, they feed off you and you start making things happen. So there's other stories that you can Google of, you know, like toddlers, uh, not toddlers, but boys. They're like Michelle had mentioned, you know, the pu puberty area. Earlier, yeah. Early, we talk, uh, we're talking about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that you know, that's always kind of attached to them, and they actually create the the disturbance in the house. But we'll get back to that later. The fourth one is just orbs. 
you know, nobody cares. You know, it's the most photographed and the most Yeah, it's like when they come up in photos, you're like, oh, that's cool. But that's about, that's and, about it. And then, you know, 9.9 .9 times out of 10, it's uh, just flash <laughs> reflection. Well, you know, you know what gets me is uh, you always see them on like, they'll do the video cameras and they'll say, look at these orbs. And I'm like, is that just a bug flying or, or dust your... dust in the night vision They're like it couldn't be it couldn't be dust it's like no but it could be a little gnat flying around in front of your <laughs> we were the only person in this prison that's been abandoned for a hundred years there's no way there were gnats in here <laughs> anyway or it's like a refraction from a street light that's like across the street right <laughs> yeah. um and then there's the funnel ghosts um and they just they're usually spotted in like historic buildings or homes they're associated with a quote cold spot like ooh, it's getting chilly in here you said Funnel? Funnel, yes. Like, like F-U-N-N-E-L, funnel. Like, they funnel to a spot. So that's the ones that's gonna yeah, okay. that's the ones that gonna walk like in they're they're stuck on their track. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know, the ghost in the old west towns coming down the stairs. You know, the ghost playing the piano. The the stuff that just So is this like the residual hauntings? Yes. Like they're just sort of stuck in a loop yes. doing their thing. Um the it cold spots. Me of a movie. It's weird. Oh, what movie? So I no, I just so there was this movie where there was a loop of someone that came down and her husband ended up like killing her, but then a guy like saw it happening and like stood in the way, but then it got her out of that ghost loop and it turned into the you know, I don't remember what movie it is. I was but gonna it say, was is really there a title? Is it, is it an eighties movie? Yeah, it is. Is it was it a haunted hotel? Maybe. I don't remember the. I think I so it was supposed to be yes. We'll talk about this later. I've seen that movie. Was it kind of a comedy? Kind of, yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Anyway, all right. Um, Seems like we're talking about a lot of stuff later. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's gonna be like a 15 part episode. Right. We're definitely losing the last nine viewers. Five parts. I always call them viewers. They're not viewers. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? I don't know. Um, anyway, expert life going down the drain <laughs> right. and wasting 30 minutes of their time. Why do I subscribe to this crap? Um, <laughs> the experts think that, you know, it's a loved one or a former resident returning to visit. Um, and they're also often caught in, like, photos and videos because it's still on that loop. It's, it's basically, you know, it's going to draw the tourist, mm. you know, because they're going to be there. We know they're going to be there. That's, you know, and like, ooh, we're haunted. And then everyone comes up to see the haunting. Um, so that's that's the the big main part. So I guess that's basically the Phillips experiment. Is there a thing that happens between? So you know that there's a lot of people that go and visit that to get that kind of footage, and they don't get it. But then there's a lot of people that go and to get that footage, and they get it. Do you think that there's a correlation between the people that don't get it and the people that do get it? Like, I think and this is just me, and I'm I'm no expert by any means. I right. can't pronounce half these names. <laughs> um, I, I really believe that it's it's what you want to see. I, right. I, I I believe you get out what you want to get out of it. So I'm, the people who didn't get photographs, like they wanted to get it, but they didn't really believe in it. Yeah. And the, then the people that did get it are like. So kind of going back to our, the Philip experiment, right. we really are just creating this all. Like, yes. Whether it's because it's our own so, self building this up or because it's some other entity like building off of what we want. Right. So a few years ago, I went to Eureka Springs and I did a ghost tour of downtown, right? And it's a completely sham of a tour, but it's fun, right? And they give you these, you know, you download the app, you know, in your phone with the, you know, the meter things and all that. I mean, that should have told you it was a sham right off the bat. <laughs> right, like, we no, no, app. no, you got to download our app yeah. and it works. And you can find ghosts this way. Right. <laughs> so anyway. off of your GPS and it actually mm. triggers when you're in a certain spot. Right. And it's hilarious because it's me and this other couple, all right? 
And we're the only ones here that are open-minded. We're like, we're doing it because we're at Eureka Springs and it's fun, right? Mm. And we're literally making fun of everybody else on tour, which is horrible in its own right, I'll, I'll admit. However, but this normal. wasn't a date or something, was it? That you went not. on with somebody? No, of course not. <laughs> he said he was by himself, yeah. but I don't know about that so much. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking about being with a lady here. Are you <laughs> I was with another couple. Yeah, he said himself oh, and another couple. I thought you said another lady, so I don't know. Okay. Well, no, he yeah. definitely said another couple. Yeah. Anyway. You like how I'm trying to pick a fight with you? I like the podcast? that. I got oh, your back, Ron. I just right. thought maybe some drama would spice it up. <laughs> you're right. I thought the drama would spice it up for our quote-unquote viewers. <laughs> they viewed That's you doing right. this. So anyway, like everybody's into it, and, and you get this this crystal in one of these rooms in these haunted houses. They would go to multiple haunted houses. We should actually take a tour. We should we should go down there, stay in the Crescent, take the Crescent tour, and then take the town tour because it's interesting. And it tells you the history and all. This. But anyway, so you take this crystal and you hold it right, and you're holding your hand still, and then it starts to swing and move. It's really neat. But here's the thing: Are you subconsciously moving your hand? Yeah. Because it won't take much. To form momentum. Because so, you also, there's also the thing that you do, maybe you guys didn't do it as as guys, um, but as a woman, if you take like a ring and you dangle it on a piece of hair. Yeah, like a pendulum. And then it'll, if it's spin, it's like if it goes in a circle, it means you're going to have boys, or if it goes back and forth, you have girls, or maybe it's the other way around. But there's basically, it, I mean, that. it feels like that's the same there's concept. A, there's that, a whole thing about that where it, like you actually have to try it out first and like see what it means for yes and see what it means for no. Yeah. Or, and then that's what you're control group yeah is. it just kind of feels like it's the same thing that's happening here yeah. so but it works you know the people were doing it and it was moving but the Golden other caveats <laughs> but the caveat to that was they also Air sold quotes. those crystals too hey for five dollars you too and it really looked like a crystal off a of chandelier from like 1963 you know like those old big red jeweled looking things that's all they were like Anyway, it doesn't matter. I actually had a little motor into it. Yeah. So, 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 <laughs> so it kind of just goes back and forth for you. But no, I mean, so, I mean, like I say, the thing is, is you could easily debunk this, but it's also neat to watch people, and that was the whole point of what I was doing, people watching, they really got into it, and they really saw things, and they really got excited. Meanwhile, me and the couple are like, hey, you believe these guys? But no, but so we didn't believe, and we didn't see nothing. Mm -hmm. They believed, and they were having the time of their lives. Mm -hmm. So, so before I get too far off track, it's just that. Are we feeding off ourselves? And if you don't believe, and you take your pictures and all this. Because my brother also took the Crescent Hotel, him and his wife, mm -hmm. the haunted tour. Saw absolutely nothing. But then I've had, you know, Chad took it with his wife. And they go, it was really kind of cool. You know, so, you know, you know Gary. Gary's kind of a, yeah. the most level-headed guy right. that I know. So what do you think? Is it like, if, do you feel like it's kind of like magic? Because when you don't know the trick, it's very surprising. And you're like, wow, that's cool. But when you know what the trick is, you're like, ooh, meh. It could be interesting. I mean, they talk about Houdini was a big uh, debunker of things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, obviously Houdini knew the tricks. You right. know, so maybe it is. Because I think that the one thing about Houdini they always said is that he wanted to believe, but also didn't necessarily believe that like much of anything was actually plausible so maybe it's the same maybe it is the same thing you know kind of like you're saying like you know i want to see it but if you kind of know or you have those ideas of what might be causing it right right it's interesting looking at it from a scientific perspective <laughs> cool. you're like well you as know, this the scientists doing, yeah. we are yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. as this and this and this 
But if you look at it from like a believer perspective, you'd be like, oh yeah, this is, is going to be cool. It's moving. That could be. That could be General Lee right there. So, so you know, it goes back to remember we took for for what was it? Halloween was it last year? We went to the pumpkin patch, and the magic show was there. Oh yeah. And all the kids were just like, we're watching this magic trick, you know, for they're obviously for toddlers. The little boys and Jude had the time of their lives. Like I've never seen Jude more excited about anything, and he loved the magic tricks. And um, for the older kids, they were sitting there like, "What time is it? Are we out of here yet?" Playing on their phones. And everybody else. Well, I didn't. I knew it was all fake. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else had a, had a great time. So, I mean, and right there, we're watching it in real life. Are we making it happen because we believe? Or are we not making it happen because we don't? Mm-hmm. Right. The whole film experiment. Yeah. Interesting question. So, that's got us at 35 minutes. And I think before we launch into your haunted stories, it's probably a good place to pause and say tune in next week. To hear the uh, the stories that come from Ron about what did he actually experience, and did he make it up in his head? And that's what makes me wonder too. I'll be honest with you, because we we've got a whole different variety of stories that we can tell. Yeah, um, that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Did we make this happen, or did it happen? Is it because we played Ouija boards in cemeteries? Yeah. So we'll we'll wrap it up there for this week. Um, again, my buddy Scott. My beautiful wife, Michelle, and myself. And we thank you for listening. And you viewers keep on coming back now. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.